Thank you, Jesus. There is none like you, God. All the other gods are the works of men. You are the most high God. There is none like you. And Father, your, your word says that you give wisdom, Lord, and give it liberally and upbraid not. So, Father, we are asking, Lord, that we not depend upon our own wisdom, that we not look to bring honor and glory to ourselves, but, Lord, because you said you will not share your glory with another. So we say, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Have thine own way. Please upon us, Almighty God. Let your anointing be upon us. For the Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessel. So that the glory may not be of men, but be of you. So glorify your name, Lord. I decrease and ask that you increase, God. I recognize, brother, I am but flesh. I am finite and you are infinite, God. So we ask that you, the infinite God, will go before and bring glory to your name. Father, as we decrease, we ask that you will increase in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hi, this is Vintage Girl with a bow. I am your host, Bibi, and my guest today is Pastor Beeson. My name is Pastor Wes Beeson, otherwise known as Bishop Dr. Wesley H. Beeson. I'm the pastor of the Mount Zion Redemption Church in East Hartford, Connecticut. And I'm here with Vintage Girl, and uh, just to, I'll go where she goes. We're at 1535 Forbes Street at this present time. Uh, we've been there for approximately a year. Um, the ministry is doing quite well, even given this coronavirus that has uh, kind of uh, changed the way we do things and forces to do things in other ways. But God has allowed us to stay together. And, you know, it's, it's God's job to build this church. And it's what God is doing. So the Bible tells us that upon this rock, I will build my church and the, the gates of hell would not prevail against it. So Amen. coronavirus is hell, but it's not prevailing against the church because they can't, it cannot. And so the church, we shall and we have overcome. And so we are doing well because God is, is the head. And we are doing well because the Holy Spirit is building his church. It's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, that's the Lord. We trust in God. What do you think, Pastor, is the most fundamental aspect of your religion? Um, well, you know, I've been, for the past two months, God has led me to teach on leadership mm. and uh it's been exciting yes. um and uh i think because god prepares the church for the transition and then even as he transitions me into new ministry preparing leaders to to fill the gap and uh there's three things that we have found that's underpinned our teaching as we looked at the various leaders uh through the, through the bible starting from samuel and, he's, and as he decreased, he anointed Saul. And as Saul decreased, David took over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we, we saw from David to Solomon and the split in the tribes of Israel as a result of God's doing. And uh, three things came out that is unique and constant in our study of leadership. Worship, the word, and weakness. So the most, most significant job of a leader is to lead people to worship God. Now, men will worship, yes. whether they worship God or otherwise. Yes. 
Amen. Our job is to teach people to worship God. That's the most significant thing. Worship the word and weakness. The word, because the word increases our worship. Yes. Knowledge of who God is and what he has done, both in history, because the Bible says, seeing that we are compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses, yes. that are, let us run this race with patience, looking unto God who's the author and finisher of our faith. And so we, ha we have these witnesses that set the path before us. And one way we can notice by the study of the word. And the last one is weakness. Yes. We must recognize that we are fallible and yes. only God is infallible. Yes. And the, the greatest way for a leader to fall is to start thinking that he's got it and he's arrived. Yes. Whether, whether consciously or subconsciously, most leaders, some fail consciously. They, 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 they really think they're, they're, God's, they're God's special um, uh, anointed and, 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 they're, and, and without them, nothing can happen. But most fail subconsciously. They yes. fail in ways that they don't even know that they're failing. But God said he will not share his glory with another. And the only way not to, not to steal God's glory is to recognize that you need him. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And when Amen. men think, think that they don't need God, that's when men begin to fail. Yes. Yes, Pastor. So those three things, worship, yes. word, and weakness, that underpins leadership and that underpins what we've been studying. Amen. Amen. Okay, Pastor. So what makes you such a strong believer in your faith? I'd say uh, experience. Uh, people were telling me for years and years, I, I played guitar, I played six string and I played a bass. And uh, I'd be playing guitar at a service and people would tell me that God's hand is upon me. And I'd say, God bless you and leave me alone now. <laughs> okay. And, uh, that happened. And so what I found out is that uh, the Bible said, blessed uh, uh, blessed the man that walk another in the counsel of the ungodly. Mm -hmm. it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's what he goes on to say. And in his, his Lord is meditate day or night. And he says, the, the key thing is, he shall be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of waters. And roots go down. And so what I found out is when God builds ministers, he builds their roots down first. He builds them down first before he builds them up. Yes. Come down before we can go up. And so what I'm saying to you is, my, my significant experience is because it took God years to make me a pastor. Mm. From time that people were telling me it was about probably 25 years later. And, and, and I'd, say, I'd say 15 of those years, I didn't, wasn't interested. Mm. <laughs> and then when I, when I was interested, I, I had to wait on God's timing. Because if you, cause I always tell people this, and I, and I teach it a lot. The right thing is only the right thing if it's done at the right time. Yes. I want yes. to say that again. The right thing is it's only the right thing if it's done at the right time. Yes. That means the whole Bible is inspired by God. Yes. Sixty-six books of the Bible. But if God wants you to speak, speak, preach from Revelation one, and you're preaching from Romans one, the Romans one is not the right thing because it's, it's, it's the it's the wrong thing because God wants you to preach on Revelation one. Yes. So yes. God does things in time. In when time. the fullness of time was fully come. Christ came. He could have came 2,000 years before that, or, 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 but, 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 but he came at the right time. So I believe that timing is, 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 is significant in, in ministry. And, and, and the only way to, to get to timing is to trust God. So what are some of, the, of your religious tradition? And, uh, fasting and praying. Yes. Um, um, I remember one Sunday, I fasted for two or three days before uh, I preached. And then I preached that Sunday. And certainly it was anointed, but then after the anointing left, I passed out. Amen. And what, 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 what we can't 
never think. Because I used to think if I fast for five days, I'll have more anointing. Yes. But so, so then my faith was in the fasting and not in God. Mm. Yes, yes. And so what I'm saying is all the rituals that we have and the sacraments that we have are significant. Yes. We must never forget that it's God that we work with. And, and God says he will not share his glory with another. So um, if I start thinking it's because I fasted for five days, fasting is important. But if I fast five days, I must remember I need God. Yes, yes, yes. If I do the sacraments, I must remember I need God. Yes. yes. And so, 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 so while those are significantly important, we must remember who the source for the Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so the glory may not be of, I pray that every day before I preach, may not be of man, but the glory may be of God. I always say, God, let your anointing come upon the word. Because without the anointing, I might be entertaining, but it won't change lives. Without the anointing, and some people might enjoy the word, but it won't change lives. It is the anointing that makes the difference. Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me expound on that. Jesus went through the sacrament of, or, or the ritual of baptism. Yes. And it, it went through at the start of his ministry. But right after his baptism, we saw a scene where the Trinity was present. Yes. For we saw Jesus, and then the Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove. That's the anointing. That's the anointing. Hallelujah. That's yes, the anointing. Yes, the Lord. It was the baptism. It was the anointing. It was the anointing. And then God spoke. So the Trinity was all there at once. and said, this is my beloved son in whom I will please. Hearing he him. Yes. So you see, it's the anointing that made the difference. And we saw that anointing in the beginning of creation. When the Bible says, darkness was upon the face of the deep. Amen. And the Bible said the Holy Spirit moved over the face of the deep. That word is fluttered, translated fluttered, like, 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 like a dove. Mm -hmm. And then God spoke. And when God spoke, the Holy Spirit, the, God spoke the word, which was Jesus, and the Holy Spirit made it happen. Yes. It's the anointing that makes the difference. Not the sacrament. It's the yes. anointing. A sacrament without the anointing is ritual. Ritual. Okay. And uh, I'm tired of church rituals. Yes. <laughs> I yes. want God move. Yes. Um, geez, sometimes so you told me to expound, so I'm expounding. Yes, go ahead, sometimes, Pastor. Sometimes uh, uh, our, 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 our rituals make us too selfish. And the only way we're going to win the world for Christ is when the love of God breaks through the stained glass windows yes. and affects our communities for God. Yes. And the only way we can do that is begin to move outside of the four walls. And sometimes all the things that we do are designed to maintain yes. believers. And that's important. But we must have, it. the question I always ask when we have an event now is, well, how, how is it gonna win the lost? Yes. Who besides the members are coming? If it's just us feeding the members every day after day after day, I've lost interest in that because it's yes. divine take the kingdom for God. Okay. Amen. 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 God That's honors wonderful. obedience. And I always tell people that blessing comes after obedience, not before. So you won't know what God is going to do until you've been obedient to yes. what he says. 
then once you've been obedient, then the blessing comes afterwards. So these rituals inform us and remind us of the things that God has done. Lord's Supper, for example, reminds us of the sacrifice that was made for us. And not to that, that we all forget. But we sing the song, Jesus, I'll never forget what you have done for me. These rituals remind us in their various forms of what was done. And that even though salvation might be free to us, it wasn't free to God. There was a price paid. And so these, the, these rituals inform us and remind us of the significance um, so of our faith. What are some of the, the symbols of your religion? And what do they symbolize us? I think I think uh, symbols are and things like crosses and and uh, I used to have in uh, the church uh, uh, a symbol of the the Ark of the Covenant um, and, and, and that's that's with the the mercy seat and the cherubims with their wings uh, yes. uh, uh, folded and and, 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 and covered together. And, uh, 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 and, and those things that were, and samples of those things that were inside of the, 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 the Testament, um, the Ark of the Covenant. And those things also remind you, Almighty God, of, of God's glory. It reminds you that how holy God was that only the high priest could enter into the most holy place. And uh, that only once a year. And if I, he wasn't right, hallelujah, he would come out dead. Instead, he used to tie a rope to his feet so that way, because if, if somebody went to get him, they'd, they'd die too. So they'd tie yes. a rope to put him out. Yes. How they, they put him out. So, so the symbols remind you of how holy God is and, 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 and the sacrifices that he has done for us. I love those symbols. Uh, on the most important one to me, like I said, was the Ark of the Covenant and what it symbolized. And as I studied it, as I studied it some more, I recognized that the wings of the angel, especially in Solomon's temple of, yes. of the cherubims, they, they they covered the Ark of the Covenant and they they, they touched the four walls. Yes, yes, yes. And it's, it symbolized that the glory of God saturated the place. Hallelujah! If if you look back on history and study the design of of Solomon's temple, you'll you'll see pictures of trees and gardens and uh, uh, all those things. But it, it symbolizes the Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden, amen. So when when men went to the Holy of Holies, it was like it was like uh, Adam going back into the in, into the into the Garden of Eden where God was meeting Adam at the cool of the day. So mm -hmm. so the study of those things and the understanding of those things bring so re recognizes that. God is going to bring us back to a place where he can walk with us like he did and talk with us like he did with Adam. We have a touch of that now because uh, unlike the Holy of Orleans where, where man could only go in there once a year and, 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 and that <laughs> very risky business, when Jesus died, that's the cross now, the symbol. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jesus died, hallelujah, the Bible says, when he said it was finished, yes. hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the, Lord. the Bible said there was an earthquake and thunder, and, and, and the veil of the temple was slit, slit in two. That symbolizes 
hallelujah, the way and the entrance to God was broken, hallelujah, Bless and entered into his presence, hallelujah, not just the high priest, but all of us became high priests, did not just go once a year, but we had, hallelujah, access to his presence, the presence. middle wall of the was torn down, because Christ paid the price, yes. when Christ said it, it was finished, all was fulfilled, all was fulfilled, so now we are right in Christ, Yes. Yeah, we have access back to the Garden of Eden because of Christ. Yes. So when I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I see the blood of Jesus Christ on you, it gives me access. access. The Almighty. I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy. I'm not clean. I'm not holy. I, I, I sometimes when I pray, I say, God, I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't be like Daniel, but I, I know the same God that Daniel knows. Yes. Hallelujah. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we have access. Hallelujah. Like Adam did. Mm -hmm of the almighty sometimes i think we underestimate yes right and the access that we have before the holy of all before a holy god yes and he paid that price so that we didn't have to have bulls and lambs and efforts and and, and and blood being shed and blood being shed christ paid all that price all that, price. All that. jesus paid it all all for me, I know. Sin and left it be washed it white as snow. So yes. I don't have to observe those things. Uh, now for me, every day is a Sabbath. Every day, every day. Every day. Monday is a Sabbath, Tuesday is a Sabbath, Wednesday is a Sabbath, yes. Thursday is a Sabbath. Uh, so in fact, Friday, Saturday, Saturday is a Sabbath, Sunday is a Because God doesn't look down and says, well, uh, it's not it's not Saturday, so I'm not accepting the praise today. Or it's not Sunday, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I accept yes. the praise whenever you give it to him. Every day. Access to it opened. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Because of the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Um, does your community of faith always stand behind you in times of need? I heard a statement once by a, a whole wise man. He says, whenever you have more than one, you have problems. Yes. <laughs> so the answer to that is no, they don't always stand behind you. That's, Thank you. That's, I mean, that's, if, 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 you, if you're a leader, you can't take what's in the kitchen, then stand in the kitchen. Amen. Because uh, people don't always stand behind you. People disappoint you. People, people yes. turn. David's own son turned against him, Absalom. And, uh, uh, um, so, so people don't always stand behind you. Um, people let you down. People disappoint you. People betray you. That's all a part of um, this ministry. Um, you know, and, and not only that, sometimes you disappoint people. But, uh, but I also know that the God that kept Israel is the same God that will keep me. Thank <laughs> you.